Hello, is it me you're looking for? This is going to be a quiet podcast because my little man is sitting behind me in his car seat, fast asleep. Thank God. I had a few beers last night and I was up late. Two things I'm not used to. So we're not exactly firing in all cylinders today. And when I pulled into the driveway and he was asleep, if I had turned off the engine, he would have woke up and I'd be smack bang back in the middle of Daddy world. So I said no. I'm going to talk to you guys. And what I want to talk to you guys about is... Two people reached out to me yesterday. One was a lifelong friend of mine who was drinking and staying up late with me last night. And one was a guy I've never met nor heard of who messaged me all the way from Australia. So quite literally the other side of the planet. And both of them essentially said the same thing. That what I had said over the course of these solo podcasts, and indeed what my guests have said, and what I've said to my guests, has influenced them quite positively. And it's motivated them. And it's inspired them. And it's given them cause to just, I suppose, just stop for two seconds and examine their existence. To take five minutes out and go, this time next year, will I just be who I am now with an extra year bolted onto my age? Is all that I'll have achieved come this time next year circumnavigating our closest star? Will I just be a little bit fatter, a little bit slower, a little bit older, a little bit balder? a little bit less fit a little bit closer to the grave a little bit further away from your prime or maybe I take control of my fucking life and maybe I start by making a small change or two or three or four maybe that small change is getting up earlier maybe you get up at seven o'clock in the morning maybe you're going to start getting up at six think about that what time do you get up at Is it feasible that you might get up an hour early? 
every day two hours early are your evenings that productive that you couldn't envisage going to bed maybe earlier than usual do you get so much done in the evening before you go to bed that you couldn't possibly imagine going to bed earlier because of the losses that would occur if you're anything like most people you finish work you get the dinner ready or you wash the kids or you play with them or you put them to bed or whatever but I think for most of us not all of us but for most of us there could be three or four hours in the evening that you just fucking waste away really like maybe there's not maybe you're flat out all the time but even if you are how productive are you because being really really busy and being lazy are often the same thing they're two different sides of the same coin so the guy who just basically puts his feet up and doesn't do anything and is you know classically lazy we all know what lazy is but being busy is a form of laziness or can be at least and I suffer from that I'm go, 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 go all the time. But if I took a step back and examined what I'm go, 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 going all the time at, I could do it far more efficiently. And more productively. But I don't. And that's the laziness. It's almost intellectual laziness. And we all suffer from that from in varying degrees. We ignore things. We don't think about things. We're, we're, we're lazy with our thoughts. Habit. Habit can come into play here too. You can get... You can get stuck in a almost like in a productive rut. You're so used to kind of go, 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 going all the time that you don't ever stop. You get used to go, go, going all the time. And it's just repetitive. And it's just what you do. It's what you've always done. It's what you do. And it's what you're going to continue to do. But that's being intellectually lazy. So think about that. Instead of doing what you always do in this coming week, think about something that you do that you could probably do a bit more efficiently if you'd only be less lazy with your thoughts and maybe put a bit of a plan together. 
one of my jobs in my business is that I have to water my my plants what I what I grow and sell and that takes me about an hour a day to do it's, it's one of many jobs that I have to do but that watering job takes me about an hour to do and it's one of the first things that I do when I go down to my place of business because it's one of the only things that I can't skip like there are days when I might have to clean a load of trays and I might do that on a Monday but it doesn't need to be done until the Wednesday so if I don't do it on the Monday I can do it on the Tuesday but with watering I don't get that I don't have that pleasure with watering it has to be done so I get it out of the way so I usually go down and spend an hour watering But if I spent maybe a day changing how I water and maybe half a day sourcing the materials that I need to to maybe make a few changes and then another half a day going out and bringing these things that I need to make the changes down to my place of business and maybe another half a day fitting them and another half a day perfecting them and getting the whole thing working I might only have to spend five minutes so I invest maybe three or four days into something that usually only takes me an hour a day but I free up 50, 55 minutes a day indefinitely but I don't, I haven't done that because I'm lazy now I work a 70 odd hour week not including the conversations that I'm having the podcast and the platform and the movement or whatever, all that jazz not inclusive of that I work a 70 odd hour week So I'm by no means classically lazy. But I'm certainly intellectually lazy. And it's worth noting that if I was to observe and enact a fraction of the advice that I dish out on this fucking platform of mine, I'd be ten times the man that I am. And even even that notion, saying it out loud that I could be ten times the man that I am now ask yourself that are you all that you could be is what you have now the pinnacle of your being is this as good as it gets will you look back on this period of your life as being the the piece that would be encapsulated in your eulogy will your best friend or your wife or your son or daughter or whoever it is that speaks at your funeral 
and when they're talking about the you that we all knew and loved will it reference the you that you are now or the you that you used to be or the you that's yet to exist because each and every one of us that's listening to this has their whole life laid out in front of them and what that life is is entirely down to you and more importantly your outlook it's a a recurring theme this idea that you're captaining your ship you're setting its courses granted the winds might change and sometimes you'll get stuck in the doldrums when there is no wind or there'll be rough seas or the bulb will be gone in the lighthouse and you'll hit the rocks and then maybe it's all hands on deck repairing leaks servicing the engine and the day to day stuff of cooking meals and emptying the toilets and throwing coal into the fire scraping barnacles off the side of your vessel there's maintenance that has to go on and there's things that are out of your control but where that ship ends up at the end of its voyage is down to the actions of its captain you wouldn't think much of a captain who said on arriving at an unwanted destination sorry I wasn't really paying that much attention as to where this thing was pointed and we just kind of ended up here Don't let that happen with your life. This is this is your fucking life we're talking about. No trivial matter. And the rest of it. Don't get hung up on what has gone before this point now. That shit's in the past. It's happened. But it doesn't define you. We all have we all have potential and there's no upper limit so as far as I'm concerned if you're going to have goals have lofty goals be ambitious and it's not just your life that you're affecting it's everybody around you If you become some amazing human being and you have kids and your kids have kids then at some point in the future perhaps a younger version of you will have grown up with a granddad or grandmother that was an absolute legend 
and that has inspired them from a much earlier age than you were when you started to reach for the fucking stars reach for the stars and maybe land on the moon but typically we're terrible custodians of our own lives I remember hearing before that a big part of the failure rate for transplantees, so people who get kidney transplants and heart and lung transplants, the main reason I think that these things don't work out over time is because our bodies reject the foreign organ. And that's just that's just our inability to our inability to alter our biology. We're working on it, but we're not quite there yet. So that's an inherent problem. But what's not an inherent problem, what is completely, totally and utterly in our control, is that we take our medicine. I don't mean that metaphorically, I mean that we actually take the drugs that the doctors tell us we need to take in order for our new organs that we waited the last five fucking years to get in order to save our lives. We need to take this medicine. And we don't. Most of us have a box of drugs in our house. And I mean a box of drugs in a press in our kitchen, maybe. Or maybe it's in your bathroom, wherever you keep your paracetamol and your... Neurofen and the thing for your nettle stings and your insect bites, bites and your jellyfish stings and all that crack is in a lunchbox or in a little press or in a drawer somewhere in your house. And most of us will have half-empty bottles of antibiotics. Drugs that our doctors have given us in order to cure what ailment we had when we went to them when we felt the need to go to them but we didn't finish the course of drugs because we, we, we're not that good at custodians of ourselves we don't look after ourselves but we typically don't have leftover drugs that our kids were supposed to take or our pets because you make damn fucking sure your kids and your pets take the entire course of the drugs that the doctor gave them to cure whatever was wrong with them. So typically we're better custodians of other people's lives than we are our own. So maybe think about your own life in these terms. What changes would you implement if you were advising yourself if you stood outside yourself for a second and thought objectively and looked at your life as if, you're, as if your life was a friend of yours life what advice would you give yourself you've probably already thought of two or three things that you would tell yourself to change maybe those things are worth thinking about maybe those things will transform your entire world Maybe if you only stopped doing the things that you knew you shouldn't be doing, your life would be a hundredfold 
the better for it. Think about that. You don't need somebody to come into your world and do an audit on your life to tell you how to transform your life in order for it to be a thousand times better. Because you fucking know these things already. You know you don't get up early enough. You know you go to bed too late. You know you shouldn't be smoking. You know your diet's terrible. You know you're not happy in your relationship. You know you're not being true to yourself. You know all the different things that need to change in order for you to have the fulfilled life that you want. You don't need anybody to tell you them. Maybe you need someone to kick you up the hole and get you to cop the fuck onto yourself. Maybe that's what you're getting out of this platform. Maybe I'm just subtly reminding you of all the things that you already know. And if that's all I'm doing, then then what harm? I'm finding that the benefit that I'm getting is that I'm hearing myself say these words. But I didn't have to write a script and rewrite it and rewrite it and perfect it. I've just started talking and this stuff is just coming out of me. But hearing it come out of me is reminding me that the world is my oyster. Like I, I, I can be the, the person that I'd love to be if I'd only do the things that I know I need to do. How many hours a day do you waste, do you think? Ask yourself that question. Like in the 70 hour week that I walk, how many hours of that is spent on my phone refreshing the download numbers or scrolling through Facebook or general fannying around and we've all done that we've all gone to school and came home and did three hour study which was really only 25 minute study kind of half stretched out over a couple of hours and one of the points one of the lads kind of made last night was there's something about the time of year too I think it's springtime but it's, it's still it's even only the start of springtime like here in Ireland where I am like the fucking leaves aren't on the trees this year hasn't kicked off at all and I feel energised and I'm starting to get excited about who I'm going to be this time next year having spent an entire year of getting my fucking shit together this year's going to be a big year for me maybe it will be for you too and if it is if this year is going to be the year that you think it is 
what will next year look like? I mentioned to one of the those mates of mine that I was playing cards with last night that I'm thinking of organising a Christmas party for an off-the-lead Christmas party. So everyone who listens and everyone who's been a guest, I mean, Jesus, if only the people who are guests came on, that's going to be 60 people, 52 people this year and the 10-odd ones that I had last year. So that's a pool of 60 people. And maybe maybe there's 100 listeners so that's 160 maybe a quarter of people turn up that's 40 like minded people at a party together and I mentioned something along those lines to my mate last night and he said fucking hell that's, that, that's cool it's cool that you're thinking of you know, a Christmas party in fucking February and what he prompted me to think was I wonder what type of person that person will be come the Christmas party will he be who he is now with, a, with you know 10 or 11 months bolted onto his age or will he be an entirely different person a stronger, better, faster version of himself? Will he look younger? Will he be fitter? Will he have better skin? Will he carry himself better? Will he have better prospects? Will he have better friends? Will he have a better diet? Will he be less pessimistic and more optimistic? Will he have started something? Will he identify as something else? Something more than he identifies now as? The world is there for the taking. My little man is starting to stir. So I hope you enjoyed this quiet episode. It's been weird. It's been weird for me to record. It's 27 minutes in, and it feels like it's 27 minutes in. When I get riled up and I get going and I get talking and I get into flow and it just boom, 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 they fly by. I'm doing it two seconds and I look down and it's 28 minutes. So this was more stressful but good I'm developing I'm improving and I hope you're developing improving along with me and I'll chat to you tomorrow